Through innovation, academic excellence, and family-centered clinical care, Children's Mercy Kansas City is transforming outcomes for children around the world. Welcome to the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our topic today is the Brick Clinic, unblocking the facts, whether regular or irregular, the causes of constipation in children can be broad and difficult to diagnose. My guest is Casey Kaufman. She's a family nurse practitioner within the Division of Gastroenterology at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Casey, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mike. So let's talk. I like the I like the name Brick Clinic, but, but let's yeah. talk first before we before we get into that. Let's talk. Um, what are some of the typical reasons for constipation uh, constipation in children that end up in your care specifically? Well, diet is a big factor. Um, kids who have low fiber diets and those who are picky tend to be more constipated. Um, it, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say though, you know, but most community physicians will usually try to treat that first. I guess, who, what, what type of patient is actually referred to you, and are there some interesting other causes besides, say, like diet? Yeah. So a lot of kiddos will be referred to me because they've their pediatricians tried other types of, they've tried the high-fiber diet, and it hasn't worked. They've tried pushing fluids. That hasn't worked. They've even tried um, polyethylene glycol, for example, and it just hasn't worked to get good results. Um, so they will often refer those kids at that point in time because they're kind of like kind of stuck and parents definitely get frustrated in those situations. Um, and so almost always it ends up being functional constipation, which means there's no organic um, or medical reason for that constipation. Often it's multifactorial in many cases. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So, so yeah, so, so when we look back at the clinic then, so the Brick Clinic, um, tell us a little bit about what that stands for and who's involved um, in running and managing the Brick Clinic. Yeah, um, Brick Clinic stands for Brick stands for Bowel Retraining and Constipated Kids. We chose that name because there's a there's a large component of bowel retraining that has to occur in kiddos who have had chronic constipation, and um, <clears throat> the clinic's been in existence for ten plus years, and um, I've been doing it for about that long. I am the Director and Dr. Jose Coquin is my physician collaborator. I also have another nurse practitioner who started working with me um, one day a week who's also seeing new constipation patients. And we do we do our clinic at the Children's Mercy Kansas location currently. Yeah, and so why don't you walk us through, so so you have a, um, a child who has been referred to you, so the community doctor has done you know, what they do, they've looked at the diet, they've tried making, making some changes there, there there's, there's really no improvement. So you now receive this child. Why don't you walk us through then what is a, what is a typical first visit and some subsequent visits as well? Okay. So I'll see a, a patient for the first time. It'll be an hour visit because there's lots of education we do. So I do a detailed history, um, physical exam, review any previous blood work that's been done or testing, even look at previous x-rays if they have been done, and then really talk with the kiddo and the family about their their day-to-day schedule, their diet, their previous medications that they've done. Have those medicines worked? Have those kiddos taken those medicines, actually? Because a lot of kiddos do not like to take medication, especially medicines that do not taste well. What kind of what kind of habits are they in? Are there any behavioral issues? Like, are these kids, is this child strong-willed and they just do not want to sit on the toilet? Are they a withholder? Have they had 
painful bowel movements in the past. So really trying to identify all the reasons as to why they're, they're in our clinic. And then figure out a plan that addresses both the physical and the behavioral aspects of constipation. And that's where the education piece comes in. So we spend a lot of time on education, working on a schedule, making sure they're doing scheduled toilet sits, making sure they're on the right amount of medicine to produce good results, and making sure those kids will actually take the medication. Because compliance can be a big reason as to why treatment fails in the beginning. And then making sure they understand this is going to be a long-term treatment process. Often these kiddos have had long-term constipation, and I'm talking some kids 10-plus years of constipation. So it takes us an awful long time to get that bowel back to normal health. Yeah. And so let's let's talk. I'm going to go back to the to the primary care doctor for for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or the nur- the nurse practitioners in the community. Um, like, what what are so, so from your professional um, point of view, like what or, or opinion? What are some of the things that that they can do in the in their own clinic to to help kids with constipation? Now we already kind of talked a little bit about the diet and stuff like that, right. but there, there are other things that you might suggest first before having to maybe go on to, to the brick clinic? So getting a good bowel clean-out or disimpaction of hard stool. A lot of these kiddos have, have never really had a good bowel clean-out where they've removed all of, the disimpa- you know, all of the impacted stool. Starting over to where there's nothing in that colon, and then you start daily medicine thereafter to keep, keep the bowel moving and keep the poops coming every single day. That's one of the things I've noticed with a lot of kiddos we see is that they, they've done medicine, but they've never done that clean out to, to get rid of all that impacted stool. And that's really, really important if we're going to make, make any positive change. You, you had mentioned that this, you know, you, you educate the family and, and, and the kiddo that you know, this could be a long process. There's no guarantee that, you know, th- this is going to resolve immediately. Well, what, what are we talking about? What, what is the length of time for most of these kids to actually start moving their bowels in a regular way? Well, usually within um, a month to, to three months, we expect the kiddos to start having more regular bowel movements. And I'm asking the parents to call back frequently and also having them keep a bowel diary. So they're actually tracking each bowel movement, the consistency and the amount and the timing of that so we can see what kind of patterns are happening. And I kind of give them goals to achieve between visits. And so usually we expect more bowel movements in the beginning. And then once we reached our goal of having a soft daily bowel movement daily to every three days at most, we want to maintain that for a good six to 12 months. And, and so the, the the child is coming to you this whole entire time, right? This mm-hmm. so you're following up on all of this, and then once you've had um, the the bowel movement that you want to see, uh, uh, six months to, to to a year, then it goes back to the to the primary care physician who then uh, follows the the kid normally. So that is a, that's a pretty long time. How successful mm-hmm. have you been when you look when you look at uh, the number of patients that you've taken care of, the results? Where how ha- successful has the brick? clinic been? I say we've been really, I've said, we, I think we've been pretty successful. You know, there's lots of things that can prevent people from coming back and following up. Um, but for the most part, those people who stick with the plan, a lot of them do get better. Some of them, their symptoms improve and we find that they still have to be maintained on some laxative to some degree longer term after symptoms have been under good control. Um, but I think we've got a pretty good success rate because we really try to focus on both the physical and the behavioral components of constipation. Yeah. What about the parents in all of this? You know, you mentioned education is an important part of the BRIC clinic, right? So mm-hmm. um, 
obviously they're involved with with uh, you know education about um, how to take care of the constipation. But what about also managing their expectations when you when you look at that whole process with them? How how do the parents respond to the clinic? The parents seem very very appreciative, but they're often very frustrated when I see them. So I try to remind them that this is going to be a stepwise you know approach to this, and it's going to take it's going to take time. So if we can have one goal per visit and we can accomplish that goal, then we can work on to the next one. And I think when they've got a goal and they can achieve that, they feel much more positive and more willing to stick with the program um, versus versus giving up. Because it does get frustrating when you've got right, a yeah. kiddo who's having lots of problems and have has had problems for a long time. Yeah, I like that idea of one goal per visit. I think that's you know I think that's enough for where parents can really wrap their heads around that, they can focus on that, and then you move on to the next goal. That sounds like an excellent idea for lots of different clinics, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, Casey. Um, I would, listen, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing in the Brick Clinic at Children's Mercy, and thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.